This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the premier male grooming company with the Star Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, and we want to be able to share the savings with you, our awesome listeners. So you can use the promo code BLUECHIP, all one word, to get 20% off your next order. Don't let your balls down. Get the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I am your host, Mike Kernishan. I'm joined, as always, by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, the best co-host in the business, Devin Jackson. How are you today, man? What's up, man? I'm uh, doing pretty good. Uh, Thursday morning when we're recording this, so just trying to get through these last few weeks of college football, man. Regular season. To, at the we got us. We got a Thursday morning recording session where Devin didn't just roll out of bed. We are at peak performance today. So this should be the best Friday morning pod in a long time. And that's saying a lot because we have really good Friday pods. Yeah, I got a lot of games to look at too, so. Holy shit, we got 22 games to look at, guys. 22. So um, I don't know about you, Devin. I, I, I think we just... Get right into it. Yeah, definitely. It's going to take up most of the time of the episode. So, oh my goodness, it's going to be a long one. All right, starting tonight, Devin. Friday night on ESPN two, Memphis on the road at number twenty four, Houston. Houston favored by eight and a half with an over under of sixty and a half. Ooh, this is a tough one. Um think I'm going to go with Houston because I, I just want to see them play uh, Cincinnati at the end of the season. But uh, Memphis is a pesky team and, and could very well pull off the upset. You know, Memphis has – actually, both of these teams uh, last night had senior bowl acceptances come through. Uh, Calvin Austin, third wide receiver from Memphis, and Logan Hall, the defensive lineman from Houston, um, just wanted to throw that out there. However, I do think that Houston's just the more complete team. I've seen more of this Houston team, having seen them uh, go up against Texas Tech. This is a good team, man. I think Houston's going to win. I think they're going to cover, too. I think they win by 10. I would agree. And then, Devin, the, the nightcap tonight, this one is right up your alley. I know you're just you, – you've been waiting all week for this game. Number nine, <laughs> Number 19, San Diego State on the road at UNLV, at Allegiant Stadium. I always forget that they share a stadium with with the Raiders. Uh, Imagine UNLV getting like a 70,000-seat stadium. How does that make sense? By the way, uh, the over-under on this game is 41 points, which says everything it needs to. Uh, San Diego State only favored by 10.5. But again, like I said, UNLV is 2-8. and Yeah, UNLV has been competitive in a lot of their games, but they're not going to be able to move the ball on San Diego State. So, obviously, San Diego State is going to win. I'm going to pick them to cover, too. I am picking San Diego State to cover. By the way, Devin, you can get into this game for as little as $19. That sounds like a bargain for that type of uh, field. 
Now, Devin, would you rather pay $19 to see San Diego State UNLV or pay $20 uh, for Houston versus Memphis? $20 Houston-Memphis. You're going to see points in that game. (laughs) I concur. Um, Moving on to Saturday, this one does not have a line uh, because it's FBS versus FCS, but it's number one Georgia hosting Charleston Southern. Are we going to see the upset of the century, Devin? Absolutely not. No, we're not. Georgia wins, probably wins by 50. I don't think they won by 50. I think they won. I think by, they win by 50. I think they won by 35. <laughs> you think they only put up 35 points on Charleston Southern? Charleston Man. Southern is four and five in the FCS ranks. What does Georgia need to prove at this point? They just need to win. Yeah, I know. They're so much better than everyone else. They just need to win and get out. That's all they got to do. By the way, Devin, you can get into that one for as low as $55. I'm not paying $55 (laughs) to watch that massacre. Uh, Let's move on. All right. We have number seven, Michigan State, on the road at number four, Ohio State. The over-under on this one is 68.5. Ohio State is favored by 19 points. That seems like a lot. Give me Ohio State and give me the points. Um, look, I Wow, you think they cover, eh? Or, or sorry, you think they win by less? No, I think they cover. Oh, wow. Listen, I, I like Michigan State. They had a great season. Their defense is, is very, very questionable. And I yeah, De- 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 Devin's calling curtains on – on Michigan State, I think I think they've way overachieved than what anyone expected. But they can sell for that New Year's Six ball game and keep it moving, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Ohio State. I'm taking Ohio State. I think Michigan State's going to cover. See, I say that, but then when Michigan State is forced to pass the ball because they're not going to be able to just run it the whole time with Kenneth Walker, I think that's when they run into problems. All they have to do is just target seven banks, man, because he's hashtag not good. Hopefully he's benched if he's not that good. (laughs) So. (laughs) Moving on to our next game. This one's on ESPN at noon. This makes no sense, Devin. Number 10, Wake Forest on the road at unranked. I forgot Clemson is seven and three. But, yes, they're on the road at Clemson, and it's Clemson favored by four and a half. Doesn't uh, it doesn't make sense to me at the same time? But Clemson has been so dominant in this conference. I feel like some teams still try to kind of wipe that stain of getting blown out by Clemson off of them. I don't think Wake Forest can do it. So I'm, I'm picking Clemson with the quote unquote upset. I've gotten a little bit back back and forth on this one. And remember, Wake Forest was like number nine in the nation and was on the road and were the underdogs against UNC. And that, to me, looking back at it, made sense because Wake Forest has a really bad defense and UNC can always put up points. Clemson, however, cannot put up points. Like, they've just been completely unable to do so most of the season. So you have a bad you have a bad defense up against a bad offense, and that usually just equals average. 
That being said, Clemson has a better defense than Wake Forest has offense. I think this one's going to be close. I'm going to pick Wake Forest to still win, though. I I I uh, I don't really feel too confident in that one, but like I'm looking at it now, and I mean. Clemson hasn't put up uh, Clemson's only scored more than 30 points twice this year. One was against South Carolina state and the other one was against UConn. Those games do not count Devin. True. That is true. I'm just putting that out there. All right. At noon, we have Iowa state versus number 13, Oklahoma in Norman. OU favored by three and a half over under a 59 and a half. Listen, Devin, the only thing that matters in this game is does Brees Hall continue his touchdown streak? Yes, but they still lose. Uh, Yes, but they still lose. Oklahoma's going to win and cover, in my opinion. Um, I I don't think Iowa State's going to have enough firepower. uh, No, because if you have to rely on Brock Birdie, you're in trouble. Yeah, they're not going to have enough firepower for, for Oklahoma. Plus, Oklahoma's coming off a loss. Expect them to play much better than they did last week. Oklahoma's coming off a loss. There's a lot of there's a lot of eyes on Iowa State right now, not because of any of the players, not because they're going to be a national you know, you know contender or anything, but because Matt Campbell has been connected to the Washington job. I think there's a lot riding on this game for Iowa State, and I just don't trust them. I'm going to go Oklahoma and give me the points. Devin, we can breeze through this next one. Uh, this actually costs more to get into than the uh, Oklahoma-Iowa State game. It's Prairie View A&M uh, on the road at number 16, Texas A&M. By the way, Prairie View A&M led by former Louisville quarterback Juwan, Juwan Pass. Pass. Yep, yep. <clears throat> I, I did see that earlier in the season. That's the extent of my analysis. A&M's going to – oh, Texas A&M, excuse me. I don't want to get – Yeah, there. you can't just say A&M on this one, man. Texas A&M wins in this one. And covers. Uh, I don't, whatever. I don't even know what the betting line on this one is. Just take the betting line. Just, just. <laughs> yeah, Brave View A and M does have some some good athletes though. So I will say that they do. I wish this were. I wish this was a video podcast so that, so so that our listeners could see exactly the look I'm giving you. I bet you they have four brand guys on that team. Just one. Just. Just one. Moving on. Moving on. Um, we, this one, Devin, you know what, considering you can get into this game for less than, for less than the cost of a Starbucks, I think this is good value. It's number 25, Mississippi state. How are they ranked at six and four? And they're hosting five and five Tennessee state, which isn't that Eddie George. Yep. Isn't Eddie George, the the head coach, by the way, Eddie George, who's being connected with like, Oh God, what job is he being connected? Is it TCU? Uh, maybe I have not seen. I, I want to say it's a, it's TCU. This is gonna drive me nuts now. Uh, no, it's the Akron job he's connected to. Wow, those those two schools could not be any more <laughs> any more different. Was not expecting that at all. Um, yeah. Well, he is an Ohio State grad, so. I guess, but um, uh, the game. Give me, give me Mississippi State. Oh God, this is the SEC. This is the entire SEC versus Cupcake Week, isn't it? Yes, it is. Other than Bama, everybody else has a cupcake. Yeah, pretty much. Bama had their oh, cupcake boy. last week. So. Last week. So they're they're different. 
They're special. <laughs> but yeah, Mississippi State's going to win. I, I'm actually, in, I, I kind of want to watch this game. I want to see if uh, Tennessee State, you know, how they look under Eddie George, because I haven't got a chance to look at them yet this year. So I might, I might check that game out and see, you know, maybe for a quarter or two to, to see how they look. You know, until the game's wrapped up by halftime, right? I don't know. Mississippi State has been a bad first half team, so they they you were down. Just, you 20. didn't even have to include bad first half. They've just been a bad team. They just pull opportune upsets. That's true. But no, I'm I'm going to take Mississippi State in this one. I don't think this one's going to be particularly close. Devin, the over under on this next game is thirty eight and a half points. Has to be an Iowa game. Iowa and Illinois. Okay, okay. The leading passer in this ge- for this game isn't actually playing because it's Spencer Petrus and he's out injured. But in nine games, Devin, he has 1,400 passing yards. <laughs> Stinks. Um, <laughs> there, is this... not a, there is not a, a running back in this game that has run for more than 900 yards. Which that sucks for Tyler Goodson. Yeah, he's been hampered by an extremely bad offense. So. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, this has missable. By the way, Iowa Iowa is favored by twelve and a half. I'm not taking them to cover, but I am taking them to win. Now, do you hit the over? Or are you taking the over or under? Under. I'm taking 30 and a half points. And Evan's like, nope, too many points for this game. This has nine to three all over it. Yeah. So it, it, no. I, I'm going to take Iowa and I'm going to take them to cover, but I think that this game ends up being like 16 to three. I'd be shocked if there's more than 25 points in this game. Yeah, I, I would be surprised. But yeah. moving on, we have Georgia Tech on the road at number eight, Notre Dame, Notre Dame favored by 17 over under 59 and a half. Where are Notre, we going with this one? Notre Dame, but I am taking Georgia Tech to cover. Georgia Tech is better than their record shows. That and Notre Dame almost lost to Toledo, and I can't forgive them for that. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Georgia Tech to cover. But Notre Dame wins. Yeah, yeah, same here. Um, I think Georgia Tech will be able to put up points on Notre Dame. But I don't think their defense is going to stop anybody. Georgia Tech, I should say. Plus no Kyle Hamilton Um, or Notre Dame either. Keep an eye out for Kyron Williams. This just feels like a good Kyron Williams game, eh? Yeah, he kind of needs one. I've heard little about him. Uh, in recent weeks. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one, I think there's actually something for us to talk about, Devin. We got number two, Alabama, hosting number 21, Arkansas. Bama favored by 21, over under 58 and a half. I think this is probably the most in-depth analysis we can give on any of these games so far. I guess so. I mean, this is going to be a big game for Traylon Burks, you know, because Scott's, oh, yeah. Scott's going to be looking at this game and see what do you do against your best competition of the year? Well, second best, because he, he did nothing against Georgia, hardly. And, and it wasn't even his fault. But 
he's got to be able to create some big plays for Arkansas to have a chance. They got to be able to run the ball, and I, I don't, I don't see it happening on this Alabama defense. Will Anderson has been uh, a monster, and they have no answer for him at tackle. I know Myron Cunningham is, is you know, a solid tackle for Arkansas, but Will Anderson's a different beast. So I'm, Will Anderson is going to be the top player on 99 percent of 2023 boards. Yeah, I mean, he, he might He's be a top player. This year. He might be a top He's, player. Yeah, this year. I, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't think like we like to talk ourselves up and I, I'm going to go into a tangent here for a second. You know, it's been talked about in terms of how quote unquote weak this this draft class is. And I, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah said that 10 players from last year's class would be the number one overall player in this year. And I'm not quite sure I'm there in terms of that many, but how, how many would you say would be the number one player over Kayvon Thibodeau now that we're on talks of a different draft anyways? Uh, definitely Trevor Lawrence. Fields. Yeah, Fields for sure. Um, Pitts. Pitts, Sewell. Sewell. Um, trying to think who else. I know those four for sure. Those I'm, four for sure. I Lance is I've a little seen, iffy. Um, well, okay. Let me pull up my big board from last year. So Lawrence, we mentioned. Sewell, we mentioned. Pitts, we mentioned. Fields, we mentioned. Micah Parsons? Hmm. He was my fifth. I don't know about Parsons. Jalen Waddle. Only because Parsons and Thibodeau kind of feel similar in the fact that they're very, like, they are very skilled and very talented, and they don't have it all together yet, but the they're dominant when they're on the field. I, I, I think I got the guys that I would put over in this class, okay? Because also looking at hindsight as well, which is, which is great. Love being able to use hindsight for these. Lawrence, Sewell, Pitts, Fields, Waddle, Chase, Sertain, Devontae Smith. There's eight. I think probably for me, it'll be six or seven. It'll be those four guys. Uh, I don't know if I would take Waddle over Thibodeau. Only because, I, I, like I know he has game-breaking speed. He's super explosive, but. I think you're going to get earlier returns from Thibodeau than you would Waddle, if that makes sense. Now, keep in mind, this is assuming that people have Thibodeau as the number one player in the class, right. which I don't. Yeah, not everyone does. I mean, I have it. I have it as uh, as Kyle Hamilton, but Thibodeau is my number two. That's fair. I mean, <clears throat> Thibodeau has been dominant at points this season. There's also been points he, he hasn't been incredibly uh productive and that's because they're throwing double and triple teams at them yeah like here's the thing is and back to alabama when it comes to will anderson like thibodeau was all like world as a freshman and then as a sophomore kind of settled down and as a junior he's kind of picked it back up will anderson is probably the best defensive player in the country yep as a sophomore. It's pretty insane to think that he's already one of the best. And by like a comfort, I think he, he's the best pass rusher in the nation. 
I don't I don't want to say it's not close, but I think he has a a, a significant decent lead. yeah big, decent lead on Thibodeau. But I, I, I'm going to take Alabama. I think Arkansas is going to cover this game. I don't really know if Bama has blowout potential over another ranked team this year. That's fair. That um, being said, I think that this could be like an 18-point game. It, it, could, it could very well be a backdoor cover for Arkansas. It's, it is that type of game. But I, good, I think teams Alabama, win. good teams win, great teams cover. I think Alabama covers, though. Personally, you might you might be right, Devin. You might be right. Um, we got SMU on the road at number five, Cincy. Cincy's favored by eleven and a half with an over under of sixty five. Give me SMU to cover. SMU is hundred. I don't want to say hundred percent, but they're they're covering. Cincinnati is not going to be able to put away this SMU team. And if they do, I I stand correct. I'll stand corrected on on Monday or whenever we record, but. They, this is a team not trending in the right direction with playoff time right around the corner. So SMU's might give them a scare. Might beat them. I don't know. I think Cincy wins, but SMU definitely keeps it under 11. I, I think I'm picking Cincy to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if SMU upset them. Devin, I, th- I think my plan for these next two games is to group them together, and then we're going to toss to an ad break. All right. We got number six, Michigan, on the road at five and five, Maryland. And we got number 15, Wisconsin, hosting three and seven, Nebraska. Michigan favored by 15, Wisconsin favored by nine and a half. You know exactly why I grouped these two games together. Yep. I know exactly why. Oh, boy. These games do not deserve their own separate analysis. I'm picking Michigan to win and cover, but I'm picking. Nebraska to cover against Wisconsin, but Wisconsin to win. I'm going to say the same. Now, Devin, the the important question is for Nebraska-Wisconsin, the over-under is 42 points. I'm actually going to take the over. I'm going to take the under because these teams suck. It's going to be Wisconsin being 15th in the nation makes me physically ill. It'll be a 27-21 game. Nebraska. Dude, I don't think either of I don't think either of those teams is capable of putting up that number of points. Nebraska is going to have a chance at the end of the game and throw a pick. It's, it's what happens almost every game with them. They, they have a chance to win. Like, okay, Adrian, Adrian Martinez is going to do it. He's going to lead him to an upset over a ranked opponent. Nebraska is going to be back. And then he throws a pick on the first play. I have no analysis for either of these games. We'll be back after a word from our <laughs> from our sponsors. All right, we are back. We have Virginia on the road at number eighteen. Pitt, Pitt favored by fifth. Uh, sorry, by fourteen and a half. Over under sixty six. Smash the over. If Brendan, if Brendan Armstrong is playing, is he projected to play? If he's projecting to play, I'll, I'll 100% take that over. If not, I'm not touching it. Let me find out. As of yesterday, it's still up in the air. All right. Well, I'm taking a pit to win and cover for now because I'm going to assume Armstrong is not playing. <laughs> 
Yeah, as of Wednesday, there has been no news as to whether or not he's going to play. I think usually in college football, that means that they're not going to give me Pitt in the points. By the way, a bad Virginia defense up against up against Kenny Pickett. This is his chance. Probably gonna have three hundred and like four touchdowns. By the halftime. QB race is wide open, Devin. Yep, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Ooh, oh, sorry, that game so sounds so interesting for me to watch. I yawned. Um. This is right up Nick Price's alley, Devin. We got UAB at seven and three on the road at the number twenty-two UTSA Roadrunners. UTSA they're favored by four and a half over under fifty-three and a half. Uh, this is a big game for UTSA if they win. There are like play. six draftable players on UTSA this year, man. They have a good roster for sure. Um, this is an important game for them, though. They, they win this game, they're going to uh, the Conference USA Championship game. Have a chance to win their first Conference USA title in school history. Their first only- title, period. Mm-hmm. They've only had a football team since like 2010. Yeah, they, they only have been around um, about 10 or so years. So uh, relatively new program and, and already having major success. So I'm picking TSA to win um, and, and to cover. I think UAB isn't as good this year. I know they have a five-on-one record in the conference, so they kind of they have to win the game to stay alive in the race. But uh, I'm gonna pick UTSA. I think it's their year. I'm gonna pick UTSA. I'm gonna pick four and a half. Just seems even though UAB is a really good team, it seems a little light. I'm gonna pick them to cover as well. Yep, Tyreek Woolen, I think, is going to the. Is it the Senior, senior Bowl? Yeah, I think, I think it's I senior, bowl. It was a senior Bowl. So uh, he's one of probably another. Uh, they're at least going to get Sincere McCormick at some sort of All Star game too. So. Oh no! I just realized I have to watch this next game, Devin. It's number fourteen BYU on the road at three and seven Georgia Southern. BYU only favored by twenty over under fifty seven and a half. At least you get to watch Jaron Hall. When you, when you go back to watch Jaron Hall and uh, Tyler Algier. Uh, got got a probably a future NFL, uh, not NFL, but a future prospect uh, at quarterback. And then Algier is at least going to be a, a day three pick, if not higher, uh, in in April. But uh, yeah, BYU is going to win and cover. Or they're, they're going to blow out Georgia Southern. Yeah, no, BYU is going to mop the floor with them. Um, I'm going to say 35 points. Would not be surprised. We have Syracuse on the road at our NC State Wolfpack, Devin. Yep. Hopefully they can oh, I thought you were going to get. A, I thought you were going to get affronted because I I, I, <laughs> I assigned us a team. Nah, I'm, I like NC State. I, I love NC State. Brand guy, Devin Leary. Ooh, ooh, there's a good Syracuse corner he gets to target in this one, eh? Yep, Garrett Williams. Um, ooh. So, but it's on ACC Network. They don't hate. They hate NC State. Even though they're like the second or third best team in the conference. but Doesn't make any sense. But here we are. 
anyway, NC State's going to win, and I think they'll, they'll cover. Syracuse offense yeah. isn't super explosive. Um, they're, they're not going to have an answer for Devin Leary. As long as he just not don't laying up lollipops to Garrett Williams, they'll be fine. There are some good players, both uh, both upperclassmen and underclassmen in this game. So you have obviously Devin Leary, Emeka Mezzi, the uh, his wide receiver. You've got Akema Kwanu, who I mean would not be shocked if he's a top ten pick in this class. Grant Gibson's phenomenal as their center, and then on the other side for Syracuse. They have this freshman running back, Devin, Sean Tucker, who is one, one of the one of the better Twitter accounts to follow in college football because he literally just tweets out his stat line every week, and I love it. Yeah, he, uh, but he's, he's actually funny. really good too. Yeah, he's he's gonna be a legit prospect in a few years. Um, uh, so he is a he's a he is actually a sophomore that uh because he he had it's because ESPN didn't bump up players um eligibility so he's a second year freshman but i mean last year he did have 137 carries so <laughs> it's not like he was redshirted no nah, not at all anything over so he, like 20 carries as a running back yeah so, so he'll be a 2023 running back well i'll at least get a look we'll see i, I mean syracuse is not Exactly. He's their offense. He's yeah. their entire offense. They they need a good quarterback bad. I'm I mean Dwight Schrute's brother is just not getting it done. You've seen their quarterback, right? Yeah. He's bad. Dude has a great beard, but that's about all he has going for him. Pretty much. That that's moving really on. Good. Moving on, what the hell is this? All right, we have number 11, Baylor, on the road at Kansas State. Kansas State, by the way, they're 7-3, and three, and they're favored by a point, Devin. That, that was surprising, but Kansas State, it's been a solid team. I mean, their three losses are what, to Ohio, Iowa State, uh, Oklahoma, and can't remember the, the last that the other I'm loss. looking at it now. It's Oklahoma State, o- OU, and, Ohio- and Iowa State in three straight weeks since then. They've beaten Texas Tech in a comeback. They've uh, beaten TCU by 19, beaten Kansas by 25, and beaten West Virginia by 17. This is a prime letdown occasion for Baylor. I think Baylor escapes with a win, though, a close win. I think Baylor escapes with a win. Uh, with it being a one-point line, I, I, I don't really think there's a point in actually throwing down any money on this game. No. Maybe the um, over-under, but... The over-under on this one's 50. No, I'm not going to touch it. I'm taking the over on that one. I don't know, man. It could turn to a defensive battle. There is... By the way, Kansas State doesn't have a lot in terms of guys for this year's class, but they have some guys for next year. They've got Deuce Vaughn. Um, who's the, uh, they've got an edge rusher, uh, Felix. Oh God. What's his name? Uh, oh God. I, I just call him Felix. Cause he's, he's got a very complicated last name that I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's got 12 and a half sacks on the year. Uh, Good. six of them came against TCU. My God. <laughs> oh Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Obina Eze is still being kept up at night 
trying to feel, figuring out how to block him. Uh, but no, I think it's it's interesting. The the pass leader, ru- the passing leader, the rushing leader, and the receiving leader for this game are all Baylor. And I'm intrigued to see how Abram Smith does against Kansas State. I have been pounding the bloody table trying to make sure that Abram Smith goes to the senior bowl. I think he's well on this way. 164 carries, 1203 on the ground, and 11 touchdowns. You 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 can't tell me he's not like a top eight senior back in this class. I think so. And he's only been playing the position for a year. I would say so. I, I think he definitely is a candidate for that. Give me Baylor. Baylor wins this one 27 to 23. So I guess that's a push. It, it's literally 50 points on the dot. Well, there you have it. There we have it, folks. All right. Oregon on the road. Oh, what the hell? Sorry. Baylor, Kansas State is an FS1 game. I don't even get FS1 up here. Yep, it is. I, I don't understand some of the placement of these games, but I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna have to try to stream that game legally. Legally, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, seven thirty. We have Oregon, number three in the nation. Don't know how still. Uh, on the road at number twenty-three, Utah. Utah favored by three over under fifty-nine. I'm going to take Utah to win. I'm going to take Oregon. Take Utah to win. I think. Intriguing matchups across the board in this game, though. It is. I mean, they, they got prospects all over the field. Uh, Devin is... Lloyd easily working. You know, Utah's never had a round one selection. I could believe that. They always have. That might change this. Picks. Oh, no. Sorry. They haven't had a. Uh, sorry, no, 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 no. They have because Garrett Bowles. I misread what it, what it was. It was uh, they've never had. I want to say it's they've never had a front seven player taken in, in the first round. I, I misinterpreted that. Gotcha. Which yeah. I think that's going to change this year because David Lloyd exists. Yeah, he's probably going late round one. I would assume as long as everything checks out for him. Hmm. But Oregon, they've got dudes all over. Um, I think that, well, obviously they've got Thibodeau. They've got Verone McKinley, who's played very well. They've got Michael Wright, who's played very well. And then, man, next year, I I just want to be next year so we can talk about Noah Sewell more in depth, man. For sure, He's stupid good. There is a Utah left tackle that does intrigue me. I'm probably going to butcher his name because he has one of those Difficult names to say. Is it Samoan? Nah, it, his name is Bamadeli Olasini. Left tackle oh, yes. of Utah. Oh, no, that's not. No, that would be Nigerian. Yeah. So, but he is 6'8", I think 320, 330. And that's a big boy. He was, I want to say, last week or the week before, he was flattening dudes in the run game. So, and, run. And, and, and Utah's already got a good center in Cody Ford as well. Yeah, so he that left tackle intrigues me. He's going to play big against uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, but 
he has a size. He's either going to make a lot of money or he's going to make Thibodeau a lot of money. Yeah, so uh, he's going to be someone I'm watching uh, in that game <clears throat> to, to see how he fares. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think Utah will win. Yeah. Uh, Devin, we can get through this next one pretty easily. We got Ole Miss, number 12 in the nation, hosting Vandy. Ole Miss favored by 36 and a half over under of 64 and a half. Ole Miss, I don't know if I can take the points, though. I, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm, I'm taking Vandy to cover. It's the line is too ridiculous. Lane Kiffin's not gonna beat him by 70. Devin, this is the same Vandy team that barely had more yards than Georgia had points. I know, but Ole Miss not rolling out Georgia defense. <laughs> I mean, that's, you're that's right, true. but also they only had 77 yards. Oh, breaking news. What do we got? In the pod, Jalen Petrie is going to the senior bowl. Brand, brand. Just got announced, so. Terrell Bernard next. Just keep getting those Baylor boys in there. Get Terrell Bernard, get Jalen Petrie, get uh, Abram Smith. I think Tyquan Thornton's eligible. Like, get the ball. Uh, I'm, oh, that's right. I have to pick this game. Uh, Ole Miss and the points. Vandy puts up three points. Uh, Ole Miss scores 54. Now, if you're going to combat me on that one, that's great. I already said my piece. I, I don't think Ole Miss is going to cover. You, you can go ahead and be wrong, Devin. All right. Last game, then we can get on out of here. We got number nine, Oklahoma State on the road at Texas Tech off of their victory against Iowa State. Oklahoma State favored by 10, over, under a 56. Whew, this one's tough. By the way, Texas Tech, they're, they're new starting quarterback. Like, he's good. He, he's not terrible like, like the rest of the guys they've trotted out. That is true. I wouldn't touch the line in this game, but I am taking – the under in this game because I don't I want to see I don't I want to see how shoot out I don't think so either I want to see how uh Eric Izukanma does against a good Oklahoma State defense yeah this, he's had his he's he's been he's run a bit hot and cold this year but I think this this is a, a big opportunity for him I I think his his opportunity in terms of like Senior Bowl, that's passed him by. Um, Actually, is he even – I don't even know. Yeah, he is eligible. Uh, I don't know if he's a Senior Bowl guy. I think he's more likely going to be a Shrine game guy. But this is going to be a good resume game for him anyways if, if, he, if he performs well. I am going to take Oklahoma State. This is the Big 12's last chance at someone sneaking into the, into the college football playoff. Yeah, no need a lot of help. I'm picking Oklahoma State to win as well. Uh, but I am taking the under in this game. I think I'm gonna I think Texas Tech covers. I'm not touching the 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 over the over under. I'm gonna I think that Oklahoma State wins by twelve. I can see that.
Anything you want to talk about before we get on out of here, Devin? No, nah, just senior bowl invites rolling in. So I, literally, I guess, as we're recording, we got ones rolling in. Yeah, so just excited to see all the different players we've been talking about pretty much since even before the summer uh, get their invites and solidify their spot in in Mobile. So we'll see what kind of happens as the the week goes on. But but definitely excited to keep track of who's all going, especially for my conferences. So right now, uh, I don't have a ton uh, of people that have got ex- or accepted invites. I know Romeo Dubs, Cole Turner uh, did last night from the Mountain West. I'm trying to think of anybody else from the Chad Muma as well, the linebacker out of Wyoming. Uh, in the MAC, though, I want to say – it's, I know there was one for sure. Uh, Dominique Robinson and Sterling Weatherford from Miami, Ohio, both got the invites for the MAC, but I don't think anyone else has uh, as of yet. So hopefully my guy Derek Beast, Trey McBride, they both get invites. Uh, I would expect at least McBride to in the very, in the very near future. Um, and then uh, in the MAC, I don't, I don't really know who would be next, maybe uh, Ali Fayed from Western Michigan or or someone like that. But, but we'll see what happens in terms of who, who gets get that invite. Uh, your guy, Percy Butler, got the invite from uh, the Shrine Bowl uh, this morning so or accepted it this morning. So. Um, yeah, no, you know, B- Butler's played r- really well. I'm going to obviously be glued to try to figure, you know, try to find out as many of these uh, – invites and acceptances as i can but until next time guys you can find me on twitter at mike h underscore draft you can find uh devin on twitter at real d underscore jackson you can follow the show on twitter at uh big shots pod follow our work over at blue chip scouting follow blue chip scouting at blue chip scout and we will see you guys on tuesday I want to thank our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet for whatever your needs are. With nine amazing flavors to choose from, all of which covered in 100% chocolate. Oh, by the way, guys, they have several monthly special offer bars as well, all of which have up to 19 grams of protein with only four grams of added sugar and four grams of net carbs. Built Bar has whatever you're looking for, whether you're looking for a delicious snack, a pre- or post-workout bar, or need to keep up with your macros, Built Bar is a top-of-the-first-round protein bar. See what I did there? Draft puns. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code BIGSHOTS for 10% off your next order. That's BIGSHOTS, all one word, 10% off your next order at BuiltBar.com.